everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Buddy Cop Movie Month Week 3 brings us a buddy cop movie, finally, where the cops are actually buddies. And both cops. Yeah, and both cops. <laughs> and not a criminal and a cop. Right. Um, <clears throat> it's a movie that I sort of know a bunch of like inside baseball junk about uh-huh. because of who made it yeah and the exact time period that it came out mm-hmm. i figured um, yeah so there's there's probably even more to talk about in this movie than there is just on the surface because on the surface it's just sort of like yep here's a here's a cop comedy movie yeah you know it's not it doesn't reach the echelons of like really great ones uh, mm. It does not sink to the levels of like the Police Academy movies, <laughs> um, so it's it really like it's it's just a flick. It's yeah. just a movie. It's just a cop movie. Yeah, this is one of those movies that you like put on in the background. You know, every once in a while you come back and see you what glance at it, see if Sean William Scott's back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's not that bad of a movie, but I know like the the history of it and how much of a sort of like a pounding it took. Yeah. And the like bad rep that it just has in general, which I felt watching it again now, so far removed from any actual like in the moment politics of it all. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, you know, like it got it, there was a, re- a like vitriolic reaction <laughs> of like what a piece of trash when it came out. I remember that. Yeah, and then I I went and saw it in theaters, uh, and I did not love it, and I was like, mm. and I think time has been kinder to it <laughs> than <laughs> one might expect. Uh, might as well jump into it though. Uh, the movie that we watched for this week is the 2010 American buddy cop comedy film. Cop Out, or as it was originally known when they were making the movie, A Couple of Dicks. That's a line <laughs> in the movie they say at one point. For one, it's a better title because it it describes something in the movie. Yeah. It tells you that there's two characters who will be police officers and then the double entendre of being dicks, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to Cop Out, which like in and of itself is a cop out, which almost makes it brilliant. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, it's a pun with cop in it and it's a cop movie, so cop out it's the worst title it's a really bad title it is yeah. uh i think even even more so though than the like public perception of like you can't have a movie title with dicks in it mm-hmm. you know other than that it's like nobody's called detectives dicks for about 50 years yeah so it's really not timely at all unless no. you made the movie about the 70s yeah <laughs> then you could make a movie called A Couple of Dicks and it would make sense. Yeah. So in the end, they were kind of in a weird middle ground. I don't know what I would call it, but I certainly wouldn't have landed on Cop Out. I would have found some way <laughs> to not do that. Just pick some line of dialogue that Bruce Willis has mm-hmm. in the course of the movie and call it that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you can do. I'm, um, I'm sure by the end of this episode, we will have renamed yeah, this probably. movie. I mean, whatever the title for our thing is, the, you know, number 172 cop out or it'll probably be a better title than cop out yeah (laughs) um yeah i mean like we said bruce willis uh lead character essentially kind of if you want to put it that way it's really his crisis that drives the plot of the movie yeah which is in and of itself so strange and like 
not a crisis yeah it's not quite a crisis he's kind of too much of a dick for me to care about the like personal stakes at hand yeah and it takes like halfway into the movie for there to suddenly be like a oh there's like a human life at stake yeah you know for the longest time it's like a baseball card i get it it's worth a lot i get it your daughter's wedding blah, 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 blah. Too bad you kind of seem like an asshole, mm -hmm. and I don't give a shit if you get humiliated by Jason Lee, Yeah, uh, which is so funny. <laughs> Loved seeing Jason Lee pop up. There's a bunch of folks in this that are like, of course. Th that are either, yeah, they're either in an old movie of Kevin Smith's or they, you know, rejoin him later in a movie from this, mm -hmm. which is kind of fun because the other cop, Tracy Morgan, Oh, what a godsend Tracy Morgan is to this. Really? He is the saving grace of the movie. Like, Bruce Willis kind of sleepwalks through the movie. Yeah. He doesn't do much special stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, like, one scene where he acts maybe a little bit differently than you would expect Bruce Willis. Yeah. Which is just that scene where he's pretending to be the crazy guy when they rob Fred Armisen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, that's it. Everything else is very basic level Bruce stuff. It's like, oh, have him aiming a gun, looking around a corner, like kind of with his tongue in the corner of his mouth. <laughs> like, yeah. Do that a bunch of times and a bunch of like, mm, like side eye snarky remarks to Tracy Morgan or to somebody else in the movie. But like, he doesn't do all that much like hilarious, fun stuff. Yeah. Tracy Morgan. Oh my God. Amazing. I laughed out loud at his stuff several <laughs> times. Like that's something I feel like maybe I didn't appreciate when I saw it the first time. Cause I was like, I actually wound up laughing a few times in this movie that was, you know, so panned mm -hmm. for being bad. But I was like, these are good jokes. Yeah. Uh, some of them are good jokes. Yeah. There are bits and pieces <laughs> where I felt like, oh man, this is, <laughs> this is basic. This could, you could have either punched this up or left it out. Uh, Tracy Morgan, you know, being in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. So mm -hmm. he'd worked with Kevin Smith before. Sean William Scott also yeah. had that scene in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, <clears throat> The dude who's robbing the cell phone store with Sean William Scott is, I think that's Ernie O'Donnell, one of his old friends who was in Clerks. <laughs> so he like brought him in to be mm -hmm. in like a studio movie. Like you're in a scene with Bruce Willis. Like yeah. that's probably, that was probably fucking crazy. Oh yeah. Um, but like, so it's like a bunch of people that he'd worked with before. And then after this, he works with Kevin Pollack again the older of the two detectives that are mm -hmm. fucking with them. Mm -hmm. He's in red state. Uh, Adam Brody, I think is in yoga hosers. I believe Later so. On, yeah. Fred Armisen <laughs> is in uh, the Jay and Bob reboot. So it's like, it's so many really good people mm -hmm. sometimes with less than great material still trying. Yeah. But it just sometimes doesn't quite work. Yeah. Oh, and Rashida Jones. Yes. Her role is pretty small. But I love In her. the grand scheme of things, but I love Rashida Jones, <laughs> so I was very stoked to see her. I, that one I had totally forgotten. And they, like, cut home to Tracy Morgan's wife, and I'm like, oh, fuck, Rashida! <laughs> this is amazing. Love it. There were, she was one of, like, the two main, like, was that? Mm. Oh, it was. Because it was, <laughs> it was Rashida, and then it was Sean William Scott. Like, the first time you get just, like, a brief glance of his face, and I was like, was that or was that just someone that happens to look like him like, yeah, yeah. at that angle, whatever? And then, no, it was. Oh, yeah. Sean William Scott. Love him. He might. He he's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I, it's it's really <laughs> sad, too, because like there's there's a ton of stuff that like, I mean, it's it's funny enough, but it just goes on for so long. 
like like the opening jokes of of uh tracy morgan like quoting movies while he's trying to get that guy to tell him stuff like after mm-hmm. a while it just like sort of pays off with the joke when he says yippee kaye motherfucker and then bruce willis says i never saw that movie yeah like oh yeah okay but that's not enough of a payoff and yeah. the jokes in this are pretty just like eh. You know, like that's the Mm -hmm. level. This is not a like laugh out loud, holy shit kind of opening. It's just like, oh, I see what they're, yeah. But the stuff with Sean William Scott (laughs) winds up being so funny because he's just so charming and hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm so surprised after seeing him in the American Pie movies and, you know, he's Stifler, like was such a dick. (laughs) And then like everything else he does shows like, oh, no, he's a really sweet, charming dude. Yeah. And it's amazing that we believed him as such an absolute fucking pile of garbage as Steve Stifler. (laughs) Because like immediately, yeah, like the first thing I saw him in after the American Pie movie was Final Destination yep. and I felt so much for Billy in that movie mm-hmm. he seemed like a sweetheart he really just had no clue what was going on yeah and was scared and all that he, yeah, like, he oh, just man. got caught up in this mess and... yeah and then Ugh. and then Goon like such that's like mm-hmm. a role of a lifetime for oh, that guy just right. for being like the perfect role for him mm-hmm. and the movie being great and like, him being like oh. oh what a lunk-headed sweetheart in this one too <laughs> like oh he's so great so like even though he's kind of a douchebag like parkour robber guy in this movie yeah you're still like oh Sean. he's like your favorite criminal <laughs> yeah he's 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 fun he like uh, uh, towards the end i wrote like these bits are fun. Like he, the the best parts of the movie are the parts of them driving around with him in the back seat of the car, mm-hmm. fucking with them yeah. or whatever. And I I love it. But at the same time, I'm like that scene towards the end where he like makes the joke about Paul's wife cheating on him, and then they're like, "Hey man, you can't make that joke. She really is." And he's like, "What? No, no. Why are women like this?" And he like really actually becomes buds with him. Yeah. I was like, "Okay, this is this is nice and all, but we are in the third act." Yeah. This is like when shit should be happening, and we're taking like five minutes on what seems like a pretty improvisational scene here you know what i mean when they start getting into the whole like you got so much love to give like i got bags of it you know like all that kind of silly junk it seemed like they were just riffing with each Mm -hmm. other and it's like it's fun stuff yeah but at this point in the movie you're like are we is this going somewhere is this movie gonna have like an an ending or are they just gonna kind of stumble upon something and be like oh so we're done it's over (laughs) what really killed me was the knock-knock joke. Okay. Like, <laughs> just the interactions between the three of them. Yeah. During that joke. Tracy Morgan's all like, no, no, <laughs> no. I refuse, no, no. Just cutting himself <laughs> off to say no again. Like, just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Orange Jimmy, who? <laughs> Jimmy, don't do this to me. If you value our relationship, you won't do this to me. <laughs> it's, it's really funny stuff. I did love... Uh, I mean, I <laughs> I sort of loved and I sort of hated Poe Boy, the bad guy. Yeah. Like, I like uh, Guillermo Diaz. Uh, he's in <laughs> fucking uh, Have Baked. He's, okay. he's the dude who has the speech of the, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you, <laughs> that people quote all the time. Didn't know that that was from Half Baked. Yes, that's, so, that's his, context, his sort of. thank you. Yes. Um, so I like the guy. I think he's funny. Mm-hmm. The character itself is just so weird. Like, I don't know what to make of the, like, baseball obsessed <laughs> gangster guy. It's such a strange character trait. 
that like, okay, I, I guess uh, what I'm really wondering is like, how did they get to that as, a, as like screenwriters? Yeah. Like that's the bad guy's gimmick is he's baseball related, you know, like he gets baseball cards. He loves baseball cards. He has a big old baseball museum at his house. His diamond vault. Yeah, his diamond vault. He uses a pitching machine to torture people like he's Which, he's kind of brilliant. Yeah, that's a pretty dope little moment there. But it's yeah. still it's just like what a strange like theme for this yeah. rando guy to <laughs> just have. like obviously he's not complete rando. He's like drug trade guy wants to take over. The whole thing is a little confusing. In yeah. the end, like what exactly is going on as they like uncover what's really going on? Because uh, <laughs> I mean, we haven't even really said what the like plot of it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but either essentially, I mean, these two cops are looking for uh, Bruce Willis's stolen baseball card that's worth a whole bunch of money. Yeah. So because he wants to auction it off and pay for his daughter's wedding. Yep. Not that high a stakes no. movie. No. Like I said, once you get into it. There's suddenly a like, oh, God, here are stakes. Yeah. Here's a life that needs to be saved. <laughs> Not a baseball card that needs to be found, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, Jaime. Yeah, Jaime. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but like, so this guy is a baseball collector. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the plot contrivance is, you know, oh, it's a baseball card that he's selling. This gangster loves baseball stuff. So he sends, apparently he hired Sean William Scott and his partner to go rob this place or they decided to rob this place because they know it carries shit that Poe boy will buy from them. Probably I, that. that yeah, that's probably the then case. He gets his drugs from Poe boy. Right. Or one of Poe boys dealers. Guys. guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> including the little brother who I was like, I, I thought so, but until he said it out loud when that guy died in that crash in the cemetery, I wrote like, Oh no, Poe boys brother. Mm -hmm. question mark i didn't remember if he had said it beforehand but then right afterwards he's like they killed my little brother and i'm like ah yes brother gotcha <laughs> brother thank you movie but yeah like so they steal the card and they sell it to po boy or whatever or they give it to him or whatever the hell the deal is well they trade and for so drugs. yeah so that's <laughs> why these two our lead characters jimmy and paul are after po boy and get embroiled in this whole scheme that he's got going on for whatever the fuck he's doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what I'm wondering is like, did the baseball card come first? Were they thinking about like, okay, so we got these two cops and the one guy's got to pay for his wife's wedding. So it's got to be like a whole bunch of money that he's got to make real quick. What, 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 what could he do? Well, if he had something, you know, worth a bunch of money, then he could sell it. What's well, worth a bunch of money? Uh, baseball card. Who would want a baseball card? <laughs> Yeah. Some random gangster obsessed with baseball, like, or was, or did they get this idea of like, what if there was this gangster, you know, who loved <laughs> I, baseball? I wonder if there's a real world example, or like, of like a super fan <laughs> gangster guy, where it's like you could probably buy some good graces with him <laughs> if yeah. you got him a rare <laughs> or <laughs> something if it's or like, other, you know, based off of like an old mobster or something. That yeah, is, yeah, yeah, know. maybe it's just like there's something about it that feels odd to mm, me like as soon forced? as it's yeah maybe a little forced is the way to think about it like that that's his whole shtick mm -hmm. and so like that's i mean it, but that's the thing is like it's not even really his personality though because like yeah. if it was then maybe he would make some like baseball quips all the time or like baseball puns while he's like killing people <laughs> or something you know like you're out of here or something <laughs> like that but he really doesn't it's just like i just have a room with baseball shit in it mm -hmm. that's sort of, sort of my thing yeah <laughs> it's weird I, yeah I don't know. I guess it's the fact that the baseball card shit doesn't come in until like 20 minutes in. You know, like they take their sweet time kind of getting to what's really 
going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like they go and they interrogate the guy at the beginning and they get his information that some dude's going to come give him like drugs or something at the cell phone store he works at. Yeah. So they stake out the cell phone store. The dude gets shot. The guy runs away. They chase him. They chase him. They chase him. He gets away. Yeah. Then they get sort of reprimanded by the chief or whatever about like how stupid they were and that mm-hmm. the, the fight is on YouTube. I loved that part with, <laughs> with Tracy Morgan. Like, how many hits? <laughs> Very excited about being on. Oh, no, no. He says, the YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so good. Um, after that is when we finally get a scene where Jimmy is at dinner with his family and his daughter shows him. Mm-hmm. You know, that he's got, you know, that he needs the money for the wedding or yeah, whatever. $48,000 for yeah. a wedding. So he, ridiculous. <laughs> so he's like, oh no, I'm suspended and I'm not getting paid. So I can't afford it. Which like, dude, that was one, actually one of the first things I had of like, this does, this plot doesn't make any sense at all. Is yeah. that he's like, my daughter's wedding is in six weeks. I need that money to pay for it. And I'm like, buddy, it's not already paid for. Yeah, that wedding ain't happening. It is six happening. weeks away. <laughs> that wedding is not happening. Exactly. That's all I could think was like, okay, unless what you're saying is like, I have the deposits down or something. But no. 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 It, like, like it's If he already has it paid for, then it's already paid for. And if it's like, well, now I won't have money to live or eat. You know, without my cop money, like, okay, that's a different story than your wedding not being paid for. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it was like, shit, I already paid for this wedding. Mm-hmm. Now I need money to survive until then. Yeah. Which I guess is like, I mean, I don't know. That feels like higher stakes to me. Right? <laughs> than getting the money for the wedding, especially when there's the fallback of Jason Lee's character. Yeah. Who can very easily take care of it. He will not give Jimmy rent money. <laughs> no. But he will pay for the wedding. Yeah. So like, eh, this Ooh. sort of falls apart right away yeah <laughs> i don't quite feel the stakes here and it isn't until they finally get the car that po boy was having transported to him that got stolen mm-hmm. and they find gabriella inside that you're like oh here's a real thing yeah that this movie can be about so it's like it takes its time to get to the baseball card stuff and you're like this isn't enough mm-hmm. <laughs> like it took you this long to get to this yeah and then it's like okay finally here's a human life to to possibly like fear for because truthfully in the end it's like these guys are both kind of jack offs <laughs> like yeah. they're funny but they're idiots and they're not great at their jobs no they kind of luck into yeah most something. of the solving yeah. of the case yeah <laughs> um so like you know you're not necessarily all that terrified for them like tracy morgan's side story about his wife possibly cheating on him or whatever like it has some of the funniest shit but, mm-hmm. a, but again, I'm like, this guy is such a goofball that it's almost even hard to imagine he is married. Yeah. You right. know, he is so off the wall, like <laughs> zany and weird that it's like, who could be with this man? Rashida. <laughs> this is how he acts. Like, and that's the craziest part, too, is like you get back to it and you're like, this is the love interest for like Paul Rudd. Right. A normal straight laced guy. Yeah. Not a crazy lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's it's I don't know. There's something I mean, about it to me that feels weird, but Rashida sells it because she's so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the whole cheating bit, it leads to a couple of the funniest parts to me. I love when he's describing his neighbor 
to Jimmy <laughs> and they're doing that like slow-mo like and he's doing he's saying the words and they're just mouthing them to each other or whatever it's like that whole bit is like uh, okay that's kind of funny it's that last bit the monocle wearing motherfucker and it just cuts back to him with a monocle on for no reason that was one of my favorite bits of the whole damn movie um I loved all of his interactions with the bear Mm-hmm. Just whenever he would just be like, shut the fuck up, bear. Like, you don't know shit. You're just a bear. Those, like, close-up cuts of the bear's eyes peeking out of the box. Yeah. Every time it would cut back, it's a little closer. That whole bit was hilarious. Uh, and then, like, the resolution to the whole thing I thought was pretty decent, even if it felt a little sitcom-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, in the end, there really wasn't anything. Yeah. You know, and if he had just watched the tape a little longer... He would have already known this and probably felt a little better during this whole ordeal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, and that was kind of the only the only thing that I really felt like, oh, man, there's there's something that I know exactly what I would do to, like, fix a little, like, just a little hiccup I felt at the end. Because it felt like, you know, once they get back to the house and, you know, they got to go in and get the card and they got their plan and all that kind of shit, all of a sudden in the middle of it, Tracy Morgan just gets in the car and decides to watch the video again mm-hmm. and then sees that it's that she's fucking with him and she's not actually doing it and it's just your gay cousin that's with her. Yeah. And I was like, okay, uh, I, I like the resolution because it would suck for it to be like, and uh, yeah, Paul's wife was cheating on him. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's a, that stinks. Yeah. But I realized what I would want to do is is have um, have that happen when they're driving over to the house with Sean William Scott. Mm-hmm. So then when he says like, no, man, he, he really is cheating on him. Or she really is cheating on him. He'd be like, what? No. And then they'd be like, yep. And they'd like point to the bear or whatever. And he'd be like, oh, and he'd take it out to watch it. And then, you know, Paul would hear her say, hi there, Paul, or whatever. And he'd be Uh like, what? And he'd reach back and grab the camera and, you know, (laughs) look at it and be like, that's a gay cousin. And they could all celebrate that together. Yeah. Instead of it just being him alone in the car. Mm -hmm. And then it makes more sense that he's like, oh, now I'm all pumped to do this final mission because fucking my life isn't ruined. You know, like, it was just such a weird place to suddenly have him be like, oh, wait, let me go look at that video again. Yeah. (laughs) That was the one thing where I I could see the (laughs) matrix of like, oh, no, 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 no. You got to swap this and put that there. And then that works a little bit better. Doesn't really save the movie, though. (laughs) Yeah, not quite. (laughs) Um, Although, I mean, fuck, who am I to say? It's not even necessarily a movie that needs saving. Like I said, seeing it again all these years later, I know this is your first time watching Mm -hmm. it, but like seeing it outside of the like, oh, my God, what a nuclear fucking wasteland (laughs) this was, you know, and it's like, it's it's fine. Yeah. There's funny bits in it, and yeah. there's stuff that doesn't land, and by the time it's over, you're like, well, that was, you know, an hour 47 minutes that didn't necessarily feel like it. No. You know, like, yeah. I, if you would have, if, if I would have watched it with no indicator of how long it was on, mm-hmm. and someone was like, that was an hour and a half, I'd be like, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, like I said, there's so many little bits. I loved, I loved very distinct lines and how they were said in this movie a mm-hmm. lot. That was what I really appreciated mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout a lot of it. Who played Gabrielle? Or oh, Gabriella? I was looking at it. It's like Ana de la Reguera. Okay. Um, And she starred in a bunch of telenovelas. Okay. Um, was also in Eastbound and Down. Okay. And she was in Nacho Libre, apparently. Um, oh, 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 that's what I recognize her from. <laughs> yes, I can picture her in that movie. Okay, cool. <laughs> there you go. Um, her pronunciation of Paul. Yes. I I wrote that like, down too. I, I wrote it down, and then it wasn't until later that I was like looking or like thinking back on the movie that I was like, 
She pronounces it like Raul. Yep, that's what I wrote but too. With a P. Raul. 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 She is fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. She is if if I don't even know if I could necessarily say like, yep, Sean William Scott number one, her number two. It's like it might be one A, one B. You know what yeah. I mean? Because she is really good <laughs> with, you know, uh, zero English. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the greatest part is that, like, other than learning <laughs> learning to say hi. Yeah. <laughs> which is adorable. Uh, but there's there's no, like, and then somebody teaches her how to say some English so she can tell the lead character how much they mean to her and, and they understand it. It's like, mm-hmm. nope, she's still speaking Spanish. They still don't understand her by the end. Yeah. And it's perfect. I love it. Uh, her fighting spirit when she find when she gets taken back by Poe Boy mm-hmm. is so hilarious. That bit where she's like her, her wrists are tied to the chair so she can only raise them that much to flip them off. Yeah, that's hysterical. And then like oh, kicking man. her legs out at him. Oh, oh man, she's hysterical and wonderful, <laughs> and I loved her in it. Also, though, <laughs> Poe Boy specifically had had a line a line reading. And like the line itself is very funny, but also just how proud he was of the thing and the way he said it, it just killed me. And as soon as he said it, I was like, I remember being in the theater, being fairly disappointed with how the movie had gone up until this point. Like, eh, it's not really all that funny. Mm. I'm not really digging this like I thought maybe I would. And then this line fully got a laugh out of me in the theater. It's when they go to his house the first time. You know, they're like, mm-hmm. let's just go fucking talk to him or whatever. And he's like, oh, what are you guys doing? And they play the game of what ifs. You know, mm-hmm. like, what if your fucking card fell in a grinding garbage disposal? I think I had the scariest what if, Holmes. You know, yeah. like, I like that line. <laughs> but it's the part where they're, like, about to, like, oh, maybe they're going to do something. And he's like, boys. And all the dudes come out with, like, <laughs> all aiming at them. The line of, yo, we practiced that for an hour. That is my favorite fucking line in the movie. The way that he says it, just thinking like what that sets in your mind of like mm-hmm. them, like they they practiced it. Yeah. So like doing it over and over and over, be like, no, not good enough. We really got to pop out. And then to like not only do it, like have it happen. Like, yeah, I'll say, boys, you guys all come out. But to be like, yes, it worked. And be so proud. You have to tell them. Yeah. Like, oh, we worked really hard to get that right. So I'm pretty stoked about it. Yeah. <laughs> we practiced that shit for an hour oh that one killed me also another like i said most of them are the line readings that kill me i love after they get suspended and uh and jimmy's like i don't want my family to know that i'm I'm suspended and he's like pulls open the glove compartment with a bunch of guns and badges in it for him to take like to pretend he still has it yeah it's like why do you got all the badges and the i lose them a lot just just he's and he's like smiling about it too and he's just like no shame no, yeah. no, like, oh, it's, I lose them a lot. He's just like, I lose them a lot. So I got a lot of them. <laughs> so good. Uh, when, uh, when Bruce Willis is getting tased in the store by Sean William Scott and he's like, I'm a cop. And then Sean William Scott pulls out his gun and he goes, now I'm a cop. Yeah. <laughs> runs away. Another, oh, so good. Just the, the perfect, perfect deliveries. Seriously. Love it. Uh. And I'll give Bruce Willis this one. I know I, I'd kind of come down on like he doesn't do much funny in this movie, but mm-hmm. I did love. He's you can't deny that he is in fact a pretty charming movie star guy. Like yeah. he has the charisma to do some to like you know to do it. Yeah, he can turn it on. Yeah, so damn it. <laughs> the part where they uh, the part where they drag Sean William Scott behind the car 
Uh, <laughs> the the part where he's like, yo, this is police brutality. And he just goes, not yet. And like, <laughs> he that does that little, little Bruce giggle. Willis chuckle. Uh, yeah, that was pretty perfect. I, did, I know I, they use that in the trailers because it's too perfect to not. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was that moment where you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever said that to a cop and they said not yet, in reality nightmare like horrifying scenario yeah never should happen in yeah. the midst of this that's too fucking funny yeah <laughs> that's a really great little bit in reality you're probably gonna die yeah in this you're just gonna get dragged behind a cop car and it's actually fine because it's a stunt double yeah exactly it's not actually <laughs> sean william scott there was that one shot where it really was, but then you could also tell that he that like he was really bulky in the front mm -hmm. from whatever they had under the clothes mm -hmm. <laughs> to mm -hmm. drag on the ground, which is like, hey, that's fine. That's how movies are done. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to. It's like uh, when Tracy Morgan was attacked by the dog at the beginning. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, could... he's in the costume, so they're able to kind of put a like dog suit bit to him yeah, so they that had, you can tell yeah they had just the arm on him so yeah, it wasn't yeah. like the whole thing but you could tell like that that <laughs> arm was a little there was some extra bulk to there there was some extra padding yeah definitely <laughs> i mean we've kind of gone all over the place but i don't really again the plot's kind of silly and goofy like what the hell was the deal with the rosary with the with the fucking zip drive on it and they're like he never wanted gabriella he just wanted the zip drive and you're like then why the fuck did he keep her alive you know when you think he wants her you're yeah. like okay i understand why she's been put in this trunk and he wants her transported to him mm -hmm. but if it's like he just wanted the thing she had like then you fucking kill her like you apparently killed the rest of her family yeah and you take the fucking zip drive like all of a sudden the entire thing doesn't make any sense anymore yeah when they introduce this stupid zip drive bit to it and then when they plug it in they're just like look bank accounts Paul boy's gonna take over the drug trade <laughs> what what does that mean just because he has a what is it? I don't understand. He's, it's information from a Mexican cartel. And so he would and just so take he, it over and expect that there would be no repercussions. He would just take over from cartel work. Like he, he's putting a fucking target on his back. I mean, I don't know all the details because they didn't really give specifics of <laughs> That's true. which side, if that was partnering him with the cartels. Oh, yeah. Or if he was stealing it from them. Because yeah. like I remembered the story, like the story that she has to tell the waiter to tell them because yeah. they don't speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they go to the Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Which I loved that bit when when he's like. Like, you're not getting food here. And he's like, it's for the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And like, I was like, I, I wrote down like Tracy Morgan absolutely can simply make eating chips hysterical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's, he's in the middle of recounting, like she's telling the waiter mm -hmm. what her story is. And they're just kind of watching and just like, first of all, it's like looking at him. <laughs> it's really good. Um, But like, yeah, it's some drug lord guy got killed. Uh-huh. And I guess this information, like, she was his mistress, and the guy got killed, I guess. I and now she has, the, like, apparently, if, if that dude gets killed, the zip drive is just, like, up for grabs, and whoever gets it becomes the new drug lord i guess I, like that's apparently what happens in the cartel <laughs> i don't know they didn't have that on better call Saul. uh <laughs> but either way though regardless it's like okay so he's a big bad drug lord guy so you don't necessarily feel bad that he's gonna get killed at the end clearly because yeah. he's the bad guy um there's not a lot of like the bad guys killing people well there's a little bit it's mostly themselves 
it's either they die in the midst of like trying to get them, like the dude who mm-hmm. flies out of the car, mm-hmm. or it's Poe Boy killing his own men for failing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But they don't, it's not like they go and kill some cops. Like you'd think those two dipshit detectives would have been prime for one of them getting picked off by one of the right, one the, of the like cartel dudes or whatever. The best we get is like a shoulder shot. Yeah, Paula like, gets shot in the through. shoulder. Um, they're not really doing anything to anybody. Yeah. Except for themselves. And then the and Gabriella then, thing shows up and well, yeah, there's that. Well, and the the cell phone store guy. Oh, that's right. He did kind of blast that dude. I mean, a little bit with an Uzi, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess there's that too. But I I did write down, I was just like, man, who would fucking work for this guy? Literally any tiny mistake and he hangs you up and hits baseballs at you. Like right? this is nonsense. Also, like <laughs> I couldn't help but think, like, buddy, the reason you have shitty people working for you is because you don't know how to pay for the shit that you're talking about. When he was like, I want that car back that got stolen. Five grand to whoever brings it back. I'm like, five grand? Fuck you. Yeah. Pay more. Are you kidding? Like, yeah. <laughs> later he ups it to 20, and I'm like, that's where it starts, motherfucker. Yeah, right? Like, you know how much danger one has to put themselves into to get this fucking car? You're going to give him five grand? Mm-hmm. I don't care that it's 2010. That's still bullshit money yeah. for that job. <laughs> um, <clears throat> But, yeah, like, he's just, he seems like a lunatic. <laughs> and it's kind of nonsense, like, that anybody works for him. Yeah. <clears throat> Except, I guess, for his brother. Also, I don't think they ever explain. I don't think it's shit. I don't remember anymore. Who steals the car? Is it the kid? No. He just says that somebody else stole it and then sold it to a lawyer. And then that's where they go to get it from, right? Yeah. Fred Armisen? Yeah. Okay. So we never even meet the person who stole that car. The stealing of the car was, in fact, 100% just a random occurrence that happened mm-hmm. if that didn't happen gabriella goes straight to po boy <laughs> nothing yep. jimmy or paul can do about it yeah they and actually then... get super lucky that somebody steals the car okay yeah yeah uh because then and then the two guys would not have gotten shot by the river uh okay yes yeah they, they, yeah, they the would have successfully made it delivered and, yeah uh, that yeah. one dude wouldn't have gotten shot in the church yeah Jesus. That's true. That's true. <laughs> also, that was another thing that was like, this seemed like something written in a script that nobody sort of thought about. Or when they were shooting it, they changed it and didn't think about how the line or doesn't I'm make about any to sense. Sin. Yeah. He yeah. didn't shoot anybody. No. His brother. Come uh-huh. on. What are you doing here, movie? Um, <clears throat> one of those things that I, I think it's in a movie like this where I'm like, I'm not super invested. I'm not really into the story. So I'm kind of really looking at the movie and how it's structured and like the kind of tropes and things that they're using and i couldn't help but love the fact that like oh yes of course only motel rooms in movies have windows in the bathroom yeah you know what i mean i can't think of a single fucking hotel room i have ever been in where there's a window in the bathroom the bathroom's always more in the middle of the room Uh uh-huh just Closed off from everything else. There's no way for it to even have a window. Yeah. Let alone have one installed for no reason. Let alone one you can open. Yeah. <laughs> like none of it makes sense. But we, you just, you just take it as like, oh yeah, of course she got out the window. She escaped Paul <laughs> from going out the window. And you're like, this isn't your home bathroom. This is a motel. Yeah. I mean, I they guess never we're not. Have that. We're not saying it's shady enough places. Yeah. We need to. We need to get shadier. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Road trip. Find the shadiest <laughs> motels in America. There's a podcast, three episodes, and then we get murdered. 
I mean, it'd be easy to start. We can start right in our own hometown. <laughs> yeah, right? You just get murdered right at home. Who needs to go anywhere to get murdered? <clears throat> oh, so a little tiny little tidbit I loved was the Spanish version of Insane in the Brain. That was awesome. Yes. I was like, ooh, that is fun. I love that. Like, of course, of course, fucking Be Real is bilingual, so he would make a Spanish version of that song, too. Mm-hmm. And what a great way to use. Like, oh, that's so perfect. I yeah. loved it. I was, was a big fan of that. And then also opening on... Uh, Beastie Boys. Oh, God, yeah. No sleep till break. That one felt a little more on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> little, but, little, I it's mean, fine. Yeah, okay. It's Beastie Boys, though, so it gets yeah. a pass in my book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And the one other uh, needle drop moment that I, <laughs> I need to talk about real quick because I was like, oh, my God. This was, okay, I guess I lied earlier. This was the second time when I realized something could have been done funnier like right in the moment i was like oh you have to do this and then they don't and i'm like when they get to the house and they're like sean william scott you are (laughs) you're gonna parkour up this house and into the second floor and you're gonna get our fucking card back and so he's like getting all jazzed to do it fucking black betty starts playing Mm -hmm. like okay all right and he's like hop up up and they're watching him like oh yeah look at him go look at that that's really good and then the like so hysterical you have to wonder if sean william scott made it up himself because of how funny it is like him falling out of the tree is obviously just what's supposed to happen uh-huh. i'm wondering if he ad-libbed the hi paul as he does it <laughs> where it's like he distracts himself saying hi to his new best friend paul and that fucking kills him and he falls <laughs> off the building and it's his head and lands there so like that's hysterical and i loved it i really really love that whole bit it's like that what a great mm-hmm. like reversal of like all right he's gonna do his thing oh god no he's dead yeah (laughs) like so funny um but what i like because then they run up to him and they're just like oh shit like oh he looks like a little angel like you know check his pulse so you're doing it right i don't know like all all that nonsense and everything and then he's like well we gotta go find a dumpster he's like no we will not find a dumpster he was my friend (laughs) at that moment all i wanted the movie to do was to smash cut to them dragging him to a dumpster with Black Betty playing. You know what I mean? Like, where it's like, okay, that was the original plan. Uh-huh. And Black Betty was playing. So like, ah, oh, Black Betty, bam, lamb. Like, you get that energy flowing. And then now it's like, oh, shit. Now we have to do this other terrible thing of dragging this corpse. But you still score it with the same song. Like, oh, I wanted that so bad. That would have been good. <laughs> oh, I wish I, I really wish they had done that. If they had done that, though, we wouldn't have gotten... That last part necessarily with with him. <laughs> I mean, in the not mold. necessarily, because I mean, like they just shove him into the car, and I like I knew that he wasn't dead. I remember that like, oh yeah, he has like a bit later, and like it's like he, I guess he was faking it. I don't know. Uh, he, he was able he was, to stop his pulse so that Jimmy couldn't get a... He was knocked unconscious, and Jimmy just doesn't know how to check yeah, for a pulse. Uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, but, like, they just shove him in the car, but then later he's in a body bag at the morgue. So, like, someone else also checked and thought he was dead and brought him all the way to this morgue, so that's weird. But, like, I thought for a second, because I thought that too, I was like, oh, wait, they put him in the car. I think at the end of the movie, he like wakes up and drives away or something. So they wouldn't be able to do that if they put him in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. But just being like a corpse they found, like, well, that makes sense. They probably would have been like, oh, by the way, yeah. <laughs> in the dumpster. <laughs> I think those gangsters killed a guy. I don't know what happened to him. <clears throat> but I also did love in that way where I wish they had, I wish we had seen a little more of their chemistry, but their whole like 
we're debating on who's going to shoot him and we're like, mm. we'll shoot him on three. And they kind of argue like, why do you do that to me? Like, look, I don't know. We'll just look, we'll do it on three. Okay. We just one and they just do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's great. That yeah. was a wonderful final moment of like, it's, it's unexpected. It's like cheeky and fun for those guys where it's like, Oh, you see what they were doing. That was all fake. Mm-hmm. They weren't really arguing and being petty or whatever. This was all a big setup because they're that good of partners together. Yeah. Like it was a really well done little moment. And I was like, I'm a sh- I'm sad. There wasn't more. Mm-hmm. This movie needed more of them being cool with each other. Right. <laughs> Instead of like, sometimes it felt like, like grandpa babysitting. You know what I mean? Or it's like <laughs> Tracy Morgan's crazy and fucking old man Bruce Willis is like, ah, you, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, it's like grandpa and his like teenage grandson who is <laughs> yeah. like, Detective. she's cheating on me. Yeah, really. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, eh, get over it. You're fine. I don't know. He's <clears throat> not cheating on you. <laughs> uh, the very end with the whole like. Uh, holding a gun on Jason Lee's characters so that he doesn't stand up at the wedding yeah. so that Bruce Willis only does it. Like, that was confusing because I was like, did Jimmy's ex really not notice that Paul had a gun on him? Because yeah. she just, like, looks over to him and he's like, just let him do it. As though she doesn't realize that he's, like, literally being held at gunpoint yeah. to not do it. I don't really quite know what was supposed to be going on there. Jimmy's story kind of ends shitty because yeah. he just, like... He doesn't get the money. Yeah. And uh, he, he Roy pays have, for the whole thing. Yeah. He doesn't have the card anymore either. Yeah. Like all of that shit is like everything's kind of bad. And then it's just like, well, but he does get to stand up at the wedding. And I'm like, all mm. right, I guess it, just, it wasn't necessarily all that satisfying. Like not yeah. that I necessarily wanted him to like fully win because he was also kind of a dick. Yeah. But it was just it seemed like a weird thing where the movie put itself in a place where it was like, oh, there's kind of no way to do this mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like so i guess we'll go this way this is the best ending i guess yeah you know because like if you don't have <laughs> have the card get shot when they kill po'boy you don't get like the last really great tracy morgan moment yeah. of the movie where he just like <laughs> that was my breaks shot. <laughs> he just like yeah, he starts with the denial but then just breaks down in tears <laughs> about how sorry he is and like the literal like <laughs> sobbing and snorting and like wiping his eyes and nose and stuff like it is adorable right this is why you were the bulldog in rio exactly um but it's it's such a great little bit that you're like oh okay yeah he he has to you know they have to shoot the card that's too funny of a bit Mm -hmm. but then you're like oh well then jimmy can't pay for the wedding so then i guess I guess Royal do it, so Jimmy kind of loses. Yeah. Like they solved the case, but that never really felt that important to him. Yeah, you know, I he mean, like he it, got a promotion. Yeah, I guess or so. a raise, one of the two. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's like they're just he didn't have enough going on during that thing because it's like Tracy Morgan has you know his wife thing going on, but then he also has like he sort of develops a relationship with Gabriella mm-hmm. in the sense that you know she thinks that he's very sweet for trying to protect her. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't understand him and he doesn't understand her. And he's like, I can't, you know, do anything with you because I'm married. And she's just <laughs> like, you have gas. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, thank you or whatever. <laughs> just being silly. But it's like he has that stuff going on, you know, being very protective of her. And Jimmy is more. He just has that one moment when those detectives call him and tell him to come to the bar. Uh-huh. And they're like, hey, so it turns out some guy got shot using Paul's gun. So your partner's dirty. And he's like, don't ever fucking try to get between me and my partner ever again. 
and then that's it. Yeah. You know, I wrote down, I was like, I can't believe he drove all the way out there for this. Right. In the middle of this thing where they have this hostage woman in mm-hmm. this hotel room. And like Paul makes that very like salient point of like, what if you're being tailed? Yeah. Don't come back here. Yeah. <laughs> like and then obviously Paul screws up himself and lets her escape, but that's not really the point. Like, it's just like, so he goes out there to tell those guys to fuck off. And then he just comes right back. Like, I don't, what are you, what, what is this? I don't understand that. Like, I couldn't believe they actually thought he was dirty. Right. You know, like there's really nothing to say that he's dirty other than like, Hey, they got his gun. And it's like, well, they got his gun. He can explain that by saying that they stole his gun. Yeah. They were innocently at a pawn shop trying to sell like trying, trying, yeah, trying to, to sell a card, and then yeah, people like, fucking attacked. Like, like it was <laughs> like the, that is a very legitimate way to lose your gun. Yeah, like, like it's it's not very <laughs> professional of him. But have no. you seen everything he does? Right. <laughs> it also, cannot come as a surprise. He's suspended at this point when it's lost, so it's not even like his regular service pistol. I'm sure. I I mean, yeah, I don't really know. I don't know if the movie even knows or cares enough to really <laughs> explain all of that. <laughs> Like, truthfully, but in the end, it just felt like that whole thing felt very tacked on. Like, if you mm-hmm. can lose anything, you can lose that shit. Yeah. You know, like, the the whole, like, all you need from them is the whole ending bit where they go to that house. Yeah. You know, and get involved in the mix-up and then, you know, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Jimmy and Paul save the day. Mm-hmm. But, like, the whole, like, oh, we found out about fucking Paul and we think he's dirty and we're going to call Jimmy and we're going to make a thing about it. Like, that's unneeded. Yeah. Nothing even all that funny happens in here, no. <laughs> you know, except for him making a mention of his boots. Y- he's like in your cute little booties <laughs> or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and <laughs> not to be too negative, but the last note that I wrote in here <clears throat> that I felt sort of not exemplified the movie because, I, like I said, the movie I felt was was fine. Um, <laughs> but it was just like, oh, man, what a what a wrong choice. You know, and that feels like the story of the movie. Like, I don't know if this movie needed to be made by Kevin Smith. You know, yeah. I don't know if he needed to do this. Maybe he should have done an original movie, a movie that he wrote or something like that. Like, I don't know if that was necessary. Uh, maybe, maybe it wasn't the right choice to get Bruce Willis. Maybe you could have gotten somebody else, yeah. someone else a little bit more game. Yeah. For what was going on here? Maybe that would have worked a little bit better. Who knows? Um, but the biggest one that really stuck out to me right at the end, movie cuts to credits. And I'm like, this is the ugliest font yes. ever. This is like, it looks, it's corny and shitty. It's like a teenager's PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> Or they're like, let me get this like gritty kind of font for my titles. And everyone's like, this is d- just use Times New Roman, my friend. Like, there is not like, obviously, yeah, they could have done something a little flashier than Times New Roman, but yeah. just not that <laughs> stupid thing, you know? Like, yeah. that did not, it didn't fit the tone of the movie. It didn't even, fit anything. Even it looked Comic like Comic Sans would have been better. <laughs> yeah. It, it looked like what you would see at the end of a like 2002 horror movie, like a, crappy mm. slasher movie or something like yeah. it's th- that was not a comedy movie titles no that's a b slasher at best at best yeah <laughs> um <clears throat> but like it's a buddy cop movie though 
Uh, it doesn't do some of the classic things that we've seen of the like try to teach each other something because you know they already know each other for yeah, nine years. Yeah, they've been partners for nine years. Yeah, I so did, I did like the anniversary card. Yeah. That was adorable. <laughs> what does it say? What did what did he cross out and sweetheart. write? Yes, yeah, sweetheart. He just wrote Jimmy. <laughs> that was very good. Um, <clears throat> I feel like maybe they should have leaned into that further. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. make it a sort of. Uh, a, a movie of remarriage, but not between romantic partners, mm-hmm. but police partners. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's been so like we we're in a we're in a funk. <laughs> you yeah. know, like that would have been <laughs> hilarious and adorable, maybe. Mm-hmm. And like you don't need all of the like obviously you can keep the the baseball cart villain if you want or whatever. But it's like you know maybe <laughs> maybe don't necessarily look at both of their wives. Like yeah. this relationship is the interesting part. Yeah, the partners like make that. The story more so, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do I know, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this week. Uh, I, we had an idea for how we're going to finish out the month, but I'm I'm now kind of doubting it and wondering <laughs> if maybe we should go in a different way. But as usual, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is Jeff and Kelly. Fucking monocle wearing motherfucker. (laughs) 